All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the 2 Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. I'll give you a quick heads up. We are recording on Saturday, uh, August 22nd. And uh, the heads up I'll give you is uh, uh, my wife is out of town with my son, and I'm here uh, daddy daycaring my daughter. She's running around outside. Uh, just a heads up, if she comes in, I might have to like, oh, sweetie, don't make any noise, and then I'll just edit. So there might be an edit in this pod- podcast listeners. Cool. Other than that... What do you want to talk about, Jake? It's been a busy week. We sent each other a bunch of stories, a lot going on in the world, the Democratic National Convention, which I'm sure you ignored just like I ignored. I'm not going to watch it. I I don't care. Um, Yeah, I think anybody watching, taking time out of their week to watch the Democratic Convention is insane. Because if you've been paying attention to anything in the last three years, you already know who you're going to vote for. Right. Okay, you already know. No one is sitting there wondering who they're going to vote for out of the two at this point. You might be wondering, am I going to vote or stay home? I I know that that's still very, but, but that person definitely isn't watching the convention. So... I, it, there, there's no point, man. You either you either hate Donald Trump and everything he represents, or you hate the left and everything they represent and love the fact that they hate this guy. You're pretty much in one of these these two camps at this point. Or, or again, it's some sort of offshoot of that where you're staying home. Nobody is sitting there at this point in time going, I just like Trump and Biden so much equally, I don't know who I want to vote for at this point. i got to watch both of the. i got to follow it, you know? I just don't know who, who I think would make a better president. Well, and plus, the reason I don't watch it is, I mean, because it's to, to me it's like the Oscars of the political world. It's just a bunch of glad handling and speeches, and at the end, they give out the awards. You're like, oh, here's your nomination, and here's your nomination for VP. Yeah, no and shit. And, and, and I say this as a progressive guy. Anybody that strongly identifies with the Democratic Party, not, not like the, the progressive values and stuff, but the Democratic Party, have you paid attention to none of this Epstein shit? Really? They're the pure ones? No, they're not. It's just they're not as bad as as this orange cartoon character who won't get his tests in a pandemic. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, they're evil. They're going to sacrifice babies to the devil. They're going to do all of that, but they're going to give us tests in the meantime. So just watch Netflix. Go out and vote in November. Don't mail it in like a fucking asshole, because then, again, we talked about this last week. The streets are going to be on fire. Neither side's going to accept the result. Just just put on a mask. If you can put a brick through a window, you can fucking put a check through a box. I, so go do that. I actually did. Uh, I follow Trump on Twitter, and usually it's just so I can make snarky comments to him that he doesn't read and that no one reads because I don't have an ego. I don't think that... Uh, my tweets are setting the world on fire or that I'm making a change, but I still tweet. Well, anyway. I did literally tweet somebody to set the world on fire, and he did do it. Uh, he was an autistic kid with just a few followers. <laughs> I was one of them. And, I, I mean, so other than that one time, my tweets on – but I, I see what you're saying. I said metaphorically, yeah, probably not. Well, when, when, when Trump tweeted, if you can protest in person, you can vote in person, I actually tweeted back uh, – I agree with you. Of all the times that I insult you and am snarky yes. towards Trump, I agree. If you can protest him. And then I did see people trying to come up with snarky bullshit saying, well, what about people in wheelchairs? What about the elderly? I'm like, ah, 
he didn't say that. He said, if you can protest in person, you can vote in person. Yeah. He wasn't talking about... I 100% agree with him. Invalid. That's why I'm going to leave my house to go vote against him in November. Yes, yes, absolutely. Anybody, anybody sitting there on the left already going, well, he took away the mail-in ballot. That's why we lost. You know what? The other side left their fucking houses. They got off their lazy fucking asses to go vote. They wanted it more than you. They deserve Orange Hitler, okay? If they left the house and you didn't, then they deserve their Orange Fuhrer. Uh, that, that's it. Did you see, I, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I did see it, so don't, the, I'm going to make up the numbers, but I'm in the ballpark. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the overall, if not the specifics. Uh, there was an article I read that said, when they surveyed Republicans and Democrats, something like 60% of Democrats said they wanted to mail in voting and 70% of Republicans said they wanted to go vote in person. 70% of 60%. So it's like, those are the skewed numbers right there. If Republicans say up front, we are voting in person and Democrats say up front, we want to vote by mail. It, it, it absolutely is your fault if, if Biden loses. hundred percent. And, and I get that there's, there's that, that a little bit more going on with the Republicans have known for a long time, and everybody has really, that in general election, low voter turnout tends to be good for the Republicans, right? right? And so they've been kind of quietly for a while trying to make laws to kind of stem voting, you, you know, just, just in general, just kind of make it to where you got you, you to gotta put a little more effort in. There's not quite as many places open. Now, they'll definitely do really shady things like shut down polling places in, in, in Democratic districts. I mean, that's really, really fucked up. That being said, in general, they've known for a lo long time that low voter turnouts are good for them. So they, they, they try to make that be the case. Now, Trump is the first one to come along and, and actually say it out loud because it doesn't sound good to sort of say out loud, uh, my party does well when people don't practice their democratic right. to be, Like, that does not sound great, but Trump has no fucking qualms about it. He's like, yeah, 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 try to get people not to fucking uh, practice their democratic right to vote. So, Well, and he actually made that comment. He said, uh, if you do mail-in voting, you'll yeah. never see another Republican elected. He said, he, he, there was a quote where he said that Republicans do better with low voter turnout. Yeah, yeah, no, he's flat out said it. He, has, he makes no qualms about saying that shit out loud, you know? So that's, that's a big reason why it's like that. What they will do is they will shut down polling places in, I'm making this up off the top of my head, Milwaukee, Houston, Chicago. They will not shut down polling places in bumfuck Iowa, the middle of nowhere, Illinois, right. uh, town of 2000, Wyoming. Uh, these places don't have long lines anyway. They will not shut down the rural voters. Again, it goes back to something we've said before. When, whenever Trump or anyone, any Republican, it doesn't have, when they show a map. In the rural states, not only do they keep them open, they'll give you a free uh, magazine full of assault rifle bullets and, and a corn dog if you show up and vote. They, they really pander. Yeah. Well, it goes to the map they show. They always show that map of America that's a wash in red. And then they show that the cities are blue and they're like, oh, look, you're... yeah, but those those red swaths have like five people in. Right. It, right. And the cities have five. It, it, it's, it goes to the comment that says um, California has um, 40 million people and two senators. And the two Dakotas between them have eight million people and four senators. It's the, right. everything's rigged. So you can't say yeah. it's a it's a it's a popularity thing for the Republicans. They know it's a suppression thing. They know it's a rural white voter thing.
They, they do, and, I, you know, a lot of that has to do with, like, the Electoral College and stuff like that. And I'm, I, I, I get why you would why you would want an electoral college in place to, to a point. It's, it's so that uh, you don't have basically three states controlling the election every single time. Yeah. You, you know, I, I get that. That being said, now, now can, it, can the, the scales be rebalanced a little bit? Sure, to where, you, you know, if, if one person wins the popular vote, the, the total popular vote by, by millions and millions of votes, okay, that, that's obviously a problem and shit needs to be adjusted at that point. But... Um, yeah, uh, again, I, I think it's I think it's shadier how we vote in the primaries in this country, honestly, than, than the general election. Even we've talked about that. Uh, but then again, it's like, look, if if you're not gonna fucking if you're not gonna leave the goddamn house to vote, I don't want to hear you bitch. I, I don't want to hear you bitch that the guy lost because you fucking mailed in your ballot and it got lost. We we know the post office is gonna fuck up and and and, and lose some votes, and and that is why. It's going to be pure chaos if we do mail-in voting because neither side will accept the, the result. The Republicans have basically already been prepping for that and saying there's going to be fraud. The Democrats will, will absolutely do the same thing. They'll find trunks of ballots in, um, oh, in minority neighborhoods. This had to have been Trump. I'm not saying none of that will happen, but the, the little bit of that that may happen will hail in comparison, in comparison to the amount that it will happen due to incompetency. And all... all of the incompetency will be fucking labeled conspiracy by the side that loses. Yeah. And, and the problem is we've become too complacent with like, uh, I'm making this up off the top of my head. So stick with me. Uh, cell phones and the invention of TiVo and DVR. We are now, we are no longer a nation of, Oh shit. I've got to set time aside to do this. Um, we just think that, oh, if I miss my show, I can just tape it. I can watch it whenever I want. Or if everything is on demand, we are right. too accustomed to doing things on our time. I scale. can vote an American Idol from my couch. Why can't I do that for well, the president? Well, it's not as much right. I'm not even that. talking voting. I'm talking the idea of on demand where the I, I heard a story the other day, uh, a news report that said some states are passing laws that say as long as your ballot is postmarked by the day of the election, I think it's November 3rd, I don't remember, um, they will count it up to 17 days. They will give the post office 17 days to get that ballot and count it. Why the fuck couldn't you have mailed it 17 days prior? Who is going, oh shit, it's election day, I gotta put this in the post office box. It's because we're too used to like on demand. I just want this now. Maybe right, set right. some time aside to get that in the mailbox three weeks early, a month early. Now, if you can do an absentee ballot right now, fucking do it. But that's, to me, worst case scenario. Best case is go fucking vote in person. But yeah, it, it's, we're, we're too, we, we think things just happen on our timeline and not everything does. Before, and I know that I'm going to mix things up here because yes, we're in a pandemic and it's unsafe. But when there was a concert you wanted to see or a movie you wanted to see, you didn't, if the concert started at 8 o'clock, you didn't wander in at 10 p.m. to catch the encore and get pissed off going, what the fuck, why'd they play? I wasn't even here. Or they, you know, you, you missed the movie. You had you no problem getting blown by that lady on Tinder. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, 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 you got to do things within when, six they, feet. when, when right? the timeline. If, you, if at work, your boss says the meeting is at 3 p.m. and you go wandering in at 3.45, you're going to get fucking fired. So election day is in November, Fucking vote when it's time to vote. Don't fucking vote on the day of the election by mail because it's not going to count. Um, 
All that said, when it comes to voting, I did. Uh, I thought this was kind of. I give myself a pat on the back for this one. It, it seemed to get some traction when it comes to tweeting. Uh, I don't know if you saw this a couple days ago. When it comes to decision making, you, you said everybody's already pretty much decided, and they are. I personally don't understand how it's not a coin toss. It, this is really difficult to decide who to vote for, Trump or Biden, because earlier this week, uh, over 70 Republican national security officers who worked under Reagan, Bush Sr., and Bush Jr. all endorsed Biden. Now, in a few days, Scott Baio is going to endorse Trump. I mean, who are you going to listen to? 70 Republican national security advisors saying that Trump is not the man for the job? Or Scott Baio, who's saying he is the man. It's a toss-up. I might have to. I might have to flip a coin come November. This is a really difficult decision. Yeah, yeah. I, I, again, that's why it. I, I I would literally watch terrible reality TV that I despise before watching the the national convention. And that stuff makes me want to like stab myself in the ears so I don't have to hear it anymore. I would rather watch that than the Democratic national convention. E- either convention. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Let's we can come And I saw little clips of it. It look now that there's no crowd, it just looks like you're watching a shittier, more pandering version of the fucking news. Yeah. It looks like you're watching MSNBC and CNN if but they're they're not pretending that they're that they're completely shilling for one side anymore. That that's really all all you're watching at that point. Now, all that said, uh from what I gleaned from the news the next day, Michelle Obama gave a great speech. Barack gave a great speech. And a lot of people were even impressed by Biden. They said he had to come out and knock it out of the park. And he did. Dude, he was awake the whole speech. It was amazing. Yeah. Fox News pundits were saying it was a very good speech. So, you know, there you go. All right. Let's we let, we can move back to politics because we have some politics stories on the docket. Let's move away and uh, talk about some fun topics for a while. I sent you a couple links. You sent me a couple links. Let's. I want to break down one thing. You sent me a link of a baseball announcer for the Cincinnati Reds, I believe it was. Yes. And I greatest count- thing I've seen in 2020. And I just countered. I don't know if you got it. Did I send it to you? There was a a guy. Uh, I did. Um, a a, ra- a a radio station anchor. Let me click on the link. Where was it? I think it was also in Ohio. Ohio. Yes. Yeah, so Cincinnati Reds and an. Uh, so. You do your. Ba- I want to talk about these two stories and how they relate. Tell you tell the baseball story, and then I'll do the radio story. Go ahead. All right. So the baseball story. A uh, announcer for the Reds. He's on. He's clearly hits like he. There, there was like a hot mic in studio or something because there's just a guy in the outfield. Nothing's really going on, and out of nowhere you hear him go, "The fag capitals of the world," you know. And uh, and then he just kind of comes on and says the guy's name, wandering around in the outfield, waiting for the ball to get swung at or whatever. And Did he name the city? Did he say something like, "Oh, Columbus, Ohio is the fag capital of the world"? Or what, no, it, it it you could tell it was a hot mic situation. Like I I work at radio. He was in the middle of, of just kind of talking with somebody oh, else. Oh, and the mic turned on while he was in the middle of his yeah. Sentence. Okay. Uh-huh. You could totally, because it was just a quick thing out of nowhere, but man, was it a good time to fucking take your finger off the cough button or, yeah. or whatever happened. That shit was hilarious. Um, and if that was, if that was a staffer who hated the guy, it was just like, fuck you. I'll show you fan capitals of the world. You know what I mean? Like, like, boom. If that, if somebody did that, you're, you, it, fucking hero of 2020. <laughs> time, man or woman or non-binary person of the year right there. Uh, whoever made this happen, because what was even better, like, like that was sort of embarrassing and, 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 and whatever. But his apology was fucking hilarious. I, I, did you listen to it? I loved the apology. Dude, the apology was the best because this guy goes on 
And now is it, it, later he figures out that oh this thing went out over the air nobody hit the dump button yeah he's getting feedback which, which, for it that to me right there says people that work with him fucking hate him because I work at a, at a radio show and and look I might neither of my hosts would fucking say that. Let's say they were really drunk and they did. I would whoopsie hit the dump button. By the way, don't say fag again on air. It's 2020. You, you, you know what I mean? Like that. You have like a five second delay, right? So you're listening yeah, and you eight can, second. Yeah, but it's probably more than that for for because this is serious XM. We can say whatever the fuck we want. You know, yeah. um, uh, baseball can't. So like they have to follow FCC well, regulations. Get back to his apology because that was a thing of beauty yeah. the way he gave it. So his apology, he just he teams up the bat and he just he's sitting there going, uh, yeah, I, I a comment came out over to the air earlier that I'm deeply ashamed of. I just want you to know that's not me, that's not who I am. Blah 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 blah. And, and the camera's on him. He's looking into it, but then it cuts away to his team hitting a home run. So mid apology, he has to break to announce a home run. So he's sitting there going, uh, I'm not a homophobic man. I'm a man of faith. And live drive deep to the left field. Reds hit a home run. You know, Schmidt knocks it out of the park. Uh, scores 5-2. Five, five uh, I just want you to know that I didn't mean what I said. And, and he has to jump out of his apology into a home run, back into the apology while the camera's on him. And it's like, dude, you should have just not apologized at all during the game because look, you're you're, you're gonna get fired for that. It's 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 2020. They have to fire you for that, even though your bosses probably don't want to do that. You're probably a fun guy to be around. For the most, I mean, I, as long as you're not underneath him, I could see that guy being a dick to the people that right, work right. for him. But it, it, look, he he says shit like that when he doesn't think he's on the air because he's a he's a fucking partier. You know what I mean? He's, he's a fuck, He's a loose guy. He keeps it loose. You know, he says crazy shit. That's why the bosses like drinking with him. That being said, they now have to fire you. However, when you're now on camera giving a crazy apology like that, that's, I, I mean, that's that's got to be going viral. You know, like, that's hilarious. That's ten times crazier than what you actually said. And what you actually said, be it bad, it's going to go away. It's gonna go like it, well, it would have without without the crazy apology because you know, this is an election year. We got COVID, cities burning. Uh, six months from now, when whatever side loses doesn't accept the mail-in ballot results and they're they're lighting cities on fire, they're not gonna remember that you 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 let fag slip out on a hot mic during a Reds game. <laughs> it's just not gonna. It's got a racist team name anyway. So <laughs> yeah, fucking who cares? I used to have a racist owner in Marge Shot. Right, right, right. Yeah, Reds is a, it's, it's a kind of a reverence to Redskins, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't know. I, I, I never looked at it deeply. I, I didn't see the apology. I heard it, and it was, it was even better in audio because I didn't see the cutaway to the home run. I just heard it, so he's talking. Dude, the cutaway is beautiful. Oh, but the, the listening to it is beautiful because he doesn't change his tenor. He doesn't change his tone. It's literally what you said. I'd like to deeply apologize. I consider myself a man of faith. That's a long hit. It's going to be a home run. And he's knocked it out. You know, like, and then he, it, it, yeah. he doesn't even break stride. Now, the reason I want to bring these two up is because um, the one I sent you, it just happened. It's just great because I love the, the lack of sincerity that that clearly shows. Exactly. Like, listen, 
Baby, I'm sorry I cheated on you. I'll never do it again. I'll never. Oh, my God, there's a new season of South Park. Anyway, I, she meant nothing <laughs> right. to me. You know, like, it's just you can't have sincere apologies with any cutaways to anything else. You have to make sure that you're not giving an apology while there's a game being played live that you're supposed to be calling, especially while somebody is up to bat right now. Maybe do it while the teams are switching over. Maybe, hey, we're going to a commercial break, but real quick, sorry about the F word. I just let a uh, little slippy poo, little hot yeah. mic. My bad. Well, and so compare and contrast that to what I set you. Um, where, what's the kid's name? Kyle Cornell is a 26-year-old kid in Cleveland, and he's on a radio station, WTAM. And he referred to he, he uh, when he was making an announcement, he said that uh, he, Kamala Harris was America's first colored vice presidential candidate. He said that on air on purpose and he got fired, too. Now, here is my thinking. He, he got fired and he apologized. Here, I'll read his quote. He said, uh, I, I want my colleagues to understand it was a rough choice to make and I accept my punishment. I hope they can forgive me for making a judgment and error and something I know is not me. It was never my goal. I wasn't trying to be malicious or in any way decimate the character or anything like that. That was never the goal and I'm truly sorry. Well, he didn't put the person of before. Right. That makes it the N-word. Right. Uh, you have to put the person of modifier. Otherwise, it becomes the N-word. Right. And, and Colored? Worst way to describe somebody who's who's not white. Person of, before it, most woke. That's got to be weird if you're learning English, right? Like, can you imagine teaching that to a first-year English student? Like, what what I call, what? No, I said color. You said color. Person of, I must put person of every single time. That is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Now, if he had said, I mean, because they're reading a monitor and they have producers talking in their earpiece. He said it was a judgment call. Maybe he just, you know, said it and... Well, he is kind of a moron. you yes, got to know that. Yes, I'm not defending him. He's a fucking idiot. I'm not defending you know, him yeah, yeah, yeah. or what you he put said. The, you put the modifier on there. In fact, if you really want to be woke and you really want the kids to like it, uh, do the acronym, POC. Right. First POC vice president. Whoa. So Don't be sending you fucking kale, powdered kale shakes in the mail. They'll love you so much. What I think is you don't necessarily have to fire this guy. Because what he did, he did on air. He didn't drop the N-bomb. He made a poor choice. He apologized. Maybe he learns a lesson. I don't know if his career gets destroyed by this, but he did it on air on purpose. Now, the baseball guy, he was off air. He was thinking he was getting away with something. If that's the, If you make an honest mistake when you know you're being watched, that can be forgiven. However, if you're an asshole when you think no one's looking and you're dropping uh, uh, homophobic slurs... That you get fired for. Like, I think most people would think the reverse. Like, well, he was off air. He didn't mean to say it on air. Yeah, that's why you fire him. He exposes his true character by dropping fag in a, is a negative connotation, fag city. And yeah, that exposes who he is. That's why the underling took off the dump button because they're like, you know what? I'm going to let this fly. I'm going to expose this guy to the world. Whereas another, where the kid, yeah, he said colored person. And he could have tried to defend it and say, well, it's always changing person of color, colored person, Negro. I never can keep up. No, he said, I, I'm I'm an idiot. I, he didn't say I'm an idiot, but he's an idiot. He's a moron for saying it. But if he's willing to do it on air because he's not trying to be malicious. I mean, if he was, if you if he had done it with an eye roll, like Ugh, a colored person, you can hear that in his voice. I say you fire the baseball guy, but not the radio guy. If he is genuine and sincere and makes an apology 
that I, that's just my reasoning. I'm not defending what he said, but I'm saying if you want to forgive and give second chances, one guy's trying to get away with something because he thinks no one's looking. The other guy full on did it and then realized he was wrong. Which is worse? Uh, well, I don't know about which is worse. I, I will I will make the counterpoint that if, if anything, I guess I would be a little more I would be a little more afraid of the, 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 the radio kid actually. The one because he had time to think about it and was like, Yep, we're going with colored <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. He was sitting there dead sober and like, Yep, colored it is <laughs> and it's like if he's making that poor judgment calls when he has time to think about it, Google some shit, rewrite it. And then, boom, we're going with color. That is not a bright kid. And so I'm worried about what's going to come out of this moron's mouth. Sometimes it's not even about, is he a racist, horrible person? It's just about, oh, he's too fucking dumb to talk on my behalf on the radio. That's a good point. You know what I mean? That what's going to come out of this douchebag's head tomorrow? What else does he realize is not a good time? Uh, uh, Pete Buttigieg would have been the first uh, uh, dick-sucking president that we've ever had. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to I don't want to have to worry about what's going to come out of this this fucking moron's mouth. Plus, he did make the dumb decision. Uh, he's 26 years old and we have all known that radio is a dying medium for over a decade. And yet he's just getting into it now. I mean, come on. You, you aren't going to get into riches by becoming a radio DJ in 2020. You know that. But as somebody who works for Sirius XM, I say, fuck that last comment. Uh, <laughs> I find that even more offensive than, Terrestrial the, radio. than the fag capital of the world AM and the colored color. is a dying medium. All right. Yeah, yeah. He should be trying to get into satellite. Yes. You're, you're right. You're right. He should, he should be working for satellite radio. Terrestrial. That's, that's, that's what I meant. I'm not, I'm not yeah. backtracking. I did mean terrestrial AM radio because as a comedian back in the day when I would tour... I would go to all sorts of radio stations. And I'll tell you this, there was one, I actually Googled it. I looked it up. I had to do a an AM radio station to promote the shows that weekend. Hey, we've got a comic in town to do this. And I looked it up and it was ranked 17th among the AM stations in its market. So you had all the FM stations, all yeah. the top 40, all the country, all the R&B, all the hip hop. You had all of those. Then you had the AM stations I couldn't tell you what its listenership was, but I'll tell you this, given the format of news and sports, what I saw, and it was like, we're talking about the above 60 crowd and they ain't going to comedy clubs. So here I am promoting it going, why? What good is this? I am speaking into a microphone for 100 yeah. people who are not coming to the show. That's what I meant when I said radio's dying. I meant uh, the, the AM news talk i mean you get a couple big stars like sean hannity and maybe he was shooting for that maybe maybe this was a setup on his part maybe he's like "Ooh, if i say something just racist enough but not the n-bomb uh i'll get picked up by fox maybe he's got a bright future ahead of him you know who knows yeah maybe, maybe he's trying to get a good career on 4chan going yeah you know right right now he's got bizarre conspiracies that involve uh you know lizard people the democratic convention all the good stuff it could be um, I wish I wish the best for him. I do too. God, Godspeed, young man whose name I forgot because I already clicked off the story. I sent you this. I thought this was hilarious. So we're in a we're we're all boycotting Goodyear now, ladies and gentlemen. Goodyear, and it's Goodyear's fault. It, first, this is their wait, fault. wait. What did they do? I didn't see this one. Oh, you didn't know that we're boycotting Goodyear? Okay, no. so Goodyear put out a poorly worded, a correct but poorly worded um, statement for their employees saying that uh, they couldn't wear MAGA hats. They have government, they didn't say this. Now, 
what they said is you can't wear mega hats you can't wear blue lives matter hats you can't uh, wear these things at the workplace because they are political black lives matter is okay they did I not was just kidding. that's that's a little hypocritical on that kind if, of. if some company did it the other fucking way people on the left would be losing their right. minds well here's what that. goodyear did wrong is they have government contracts so they can't what they should have said is you can't wear maga hats or Biden things, nothing political. You can't wear Right, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. And so because they just said no MAGA hats, someone took a screenshot of it. And it doesn't explain we have government contracts, we have to remain nonpartisan because of our government. It just said you can't wear But MAGA when hats. you're saying that and you're only enforcing it toward one side, right. that's where it becomes fucked up. Well, they would enforce I'm, it on I'm, Biden, I'm too. On they the just didn't, people side on this they didn't put it I'm on the their side with nothing which is else. But, so, yeah, so yeah. of course, Trump tweeted, boycott Goodyear. Uh... Because and Goodyear, again, that's their fault for not being clear and not being complete. They just said no mega. So now you have what I sent you this morning. Not a lot, I'm assuming, but idiots. At least be honest about right. Like, I don't I wouldn't even have a problem with it if, if they were if they were like, listen, I you can't wear mega hats and and Blue Lives Matter stuff because that goes against the values of the company. Well, it's not and then, then it's like, right, you're not being a hypocrite at yeah. that point, you know, like it's it's but when you sit there and go, well, we're a nonpartisan um, organization. So where where all of the Black Lives Matter, the Joe Biden stuff, the pro-choice stuff that you want? No, they you um, can't the second, wear Joe Biden stuff. That's the point. They have government contracts. They didn't put it in there. They just said no mag hats. You can't that, wear but Joe that's Biden what I'm saying. also. But OK, then if, if they're not putting that in there. Right. I wonder how much they're actually enforcing the Biden thing. I wonder if I I wonder how many blue collar tire guys are wearing Biden shit anyway. Probably plenty, depending on which state they're in. That's a huge fucking Ohio. company, man. It's in Ohio. It's it's all right. Well, even there, that's a swing state, dude. Yeah, yeah. Which is I, why I, it's interesting that happen. Trump went after them. Um, so what's funny to me is, like, so now you have the president saying to boycott them, and just like with Kaepernick jerseys or anything else. And I know this is not a lot of people. It's just a few. But how fucking stupid do you have to be? A guy tweeted and posted that he slashed the Goodyear tires on his truck because he was so angry. Uh, I should say bad year tires because of their most recent BS. So now he has to go buy new tires for his truck, which are not cheap. Just because he had to, he slashed the tires on his own truck. I, you I respect bought that. these tires, and you didn't even run them into the ground and say never again. No, you're buying new tires tomorrow. And the best part is, Goodyear is like we just said. It's in Ohio. It's an American company. What are you gonna go buy now? Yokohamas? That's what I have on my car because I have a Toyota, and I'm not a patriot, I guess. But holy shit, in a swing state, you're going after 21,000 employees. That's insane. I, I respect the, the guy that slashed his own tires. He he committed he committed ritualistic tire simpoco, and he doesn't give a fuck. He's he's going to buy the new tire. He's even driving to the tire store um, on the frames, just <laughs> tearing up the frames. The road. He doesn't care. He's 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 driving on frames with steering wheel in one hand, giant American flag, uh, wa just waving it out the window. That's funny. Um. All right, so changing gears, more outrage. So Goodyear is one outrage. I sent you this. Where is it? Oh, uh, did you read the one Mike Milbury criticized after saying women couldn't disrupt NHL players? Oh, yeah, that was it, – it's it's sort of a weird one because I'm like you, – you do realize there was actually a the same week a guy that actually said some pretty fucking homophobic shit on the air during a game. Like, why well, – but you're going after this guy? Like, it's crazy. Well, and not just it's crazy because of that, but – 
you think about what he said in context, he's not wrong. He said that like men, especially young men, they think with their dicks. This was not an anti-woman comment at all. What he said was the NHL is living in a bubble, which means they can focus on hockey and not be distracted by women. What did that NBA player, I can't think of his name, get quarantined for? He went to a strip club. Another one, uh, a Seattle Seahawk, got cut from the NFL. The Seahawks cut him because he was trying to sneak a woman into the quarantined hotel during practice like these teams are living in bubbles they're they're saying don't go out in public you can't fraternize with the public we don't want you and so if you're a young male and all you do is think with your dick and you're an athlete and you can use that to get laid you're absolutely going to try and get laid so the nba is living in a bubble and if the nhl and all this commentator did said all, all he said was women are not a distraction in here and people are losing their fucking mind like how dare he say that well, men are fucking stupid. They want to have sex, and this takes that away. Now they have to jerk off in the hotel to to focus. It's he said well, I'm just surprised wrong, that the, that the team itself made the guy apologize, and they they got they got freaked out because of the quote unquote backlash. Because I, I don't think it was that many people, dude. It was it was like one sports commentator. She got retweeted by a few people, but it's not. Well, it's not like anybody who listens to that is like, yeah, he's not really fucking saying anything sexist. He's just, right. you know, they're young kids that like to party and shit and, uh, you know, young men and and uh, they're, they're not out partying anymore. Well, here, and a big I'm part of young athletes going out and party has, has to do with, you know, getting laid. And so they're, right. they're going to do the, that. Here's a tweet. What Milbury says here isn't just sexist, sexist. It's dangerous. Hockey culture already has enough of a problem seeing women as lesser than stuff like this is why assault oh is that because women don't play in the like women don't play in the league what are you what are you talking well, about that's what i'm saying she goes stuff like this is why assault accusations aren't taken seriously fuck you fuck you all he said was that men are stupid and they just focus too much on their dicks that's what he said basically in a nutshell young men focus they think with their dick and if we, how does that equate to women are now assaulted because it it, it boggles my. No, this is mind. this is where somebody just kind of finds something that they can sort of um, draw into something that's uh, unprogressive. It's either it's either sexist or homophobic or racist or something. You know, by by sort of doing like a Russell Crowe in a beautiful mind. Well, you see, I draw this line from this comment, and yeah. then over here, up here, and then down here is 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 is, is women being gang raped in the street by hockey players because they listen to this announcer. It's it's it. It's saying no that one's really, Al Franken no one's is really as bad as Harvey Weinstein is what it is. Well, right, right. But I what gets me is that they made him apologize for it. They whereas if. Because people like that who who are the the sort of I'm going to draw 17 lines from this one little thing that was nothing and then and then and then yeah, yeah. do like fucking constellations in the star and now all of a sudden it's it's fucking Kevin Spacey or something. Um, all when when you apologize to people like that, they'll keep going after you. They'll right. keep fucking hammering. So. I don't know if they, now if, if it's but th that's the thing is you kind of got to gauge like well what did he actually do should we make him apologize that kind of thing because all, all you're doing is drawing on that heat by making him do it when it's clearly a nothing statement like this I think the the people that really uh, kind of are at fault for this nonsense are his his own 
you know, bosses and stuff that made him apologize for for that statement because it's like, dude, that's not gonna, it's not gonna make them lay off. That's not gonna, you know, that that same you, you know sports talker or whatever who was, uh, you know, making that original tweet. I, I saw in the comment everybody kept re retweeting this one lady. I guess she's like a like like a sports writer, hockey commentator, or something, and I. You know, it's not like she's going to write the next day, totally forgive this guy. Right. He's one of the good ones now. He apologized. Like, that's not going to fucking happen. She's going to keep going, no, 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 this man is as, is, is as bad as Weinstein and blah, 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 because he made that, that comment about hockey players not going to get laid and, and, and practicing instead. Well, you, it's, you know? it's, um, oh, fuck, I had a thought, then I lost it. Oh, uh, uh, we talked about this weeks and weeks ago. And here's real quick. Here's what I would like to ask that that lady. If there was a commentator uh, in the WNBA who was like, "Well, these women are focusing a lot more on basketball, not all these dudes, you know, wandering around." They get, because those women, I can tell you right now, I've been funneled by a lot of WNBA players. All right, they're they're fucking ravenous. They're ravenous. <laughs> well, you get a little bit of booze, a little bit of coke in them. They're, they're, they're unreal. I've been thrown over the shoulder of, of many of those ladies and carried off into locker rooms. I would accept that. Um, but when it goes to That's apologies... That's a good time. I'm just saying, I fucking, I, they were late for practice because of me. When it goes to apologies, uh, what we talked about weeks and months ago, I can't remember when it was, Jillian Michaels, when she said, why are we celebrating Lizzo for being obese? That's not healthy. And they attacked her, and she's like, look, I don't give a shit. Uh, you know, celebrate her for her music. But diabetes and heart rate and, and clogged and she didn't back down. She she sort of apologized in a way, but she stood her ground and it went away. She didn't say, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to insult anyone. Fat is beautiful. She said health is important is, is what she said. And, sure. and she didn't back down. That's what, like you said, if you say something that is harmful and hateful, you apologize. If you say something that is innocuous, then don't apologize. And what he said was innocuous. Right, right. And I, I think the problem with going after guys like that, and I know we've talked about this before, is if if we're going to talk about that guy's comments like they're the same as the, the kid who called uh, Kamala Harris uh, colored on, on the radio as or as that announcer who we, it, we called something the fag capitals of the world, like we, we won't know because it was just kind of a quick hot mic. But if we talk about those like they're the same um, offenses – then none of them matter. Eventually, there will be so many little ones that they'll, they'll kind of cover up the big ones, and they're all sort of in the same pool. What's well, the boy who cried wolf? Yeah, people are just going to start drowning that shit yeah. out. People are going to drown it. It's just going to be like, oh, another, another, um, uh, another left-leaning, you, you know, sports commentator, left-leaning, whatever, left-leading Twitter group who's fucking mad at this guy. Who gives a shit? I'm not even going to stop to read this. It's probably yeah. nothing. Yeah. And or then, I don't care. Problems, or uh, who don't cares? Get coverage. All right, right, final in the news. This was just, again, it's something funny. It goes all the way back to politics where we started. Um, I just thought it was an interesting take on how the news operates. Uh, Marco Rubio tweeted when Eva Longoria was hosting, I guess, the first night of the Democratic Convention, said, uh, here, I'll read his quote. He said, brilliant move. No one is more in touch with the challenges and obstacles faced by everyday Americans than actors and celebrities. Marco Rubio tweeted that. And that sounded like sarcasm. I think he was just being sarcastic. No, I, I, he was being, well, it is sarcasm. He, he's saying nobody's okay. in touch. But the problem is what everybody on Twitter pointed out near immediately is that the president is a fucking celebrity that they voted in a guy. Oh, not even that. No they goddamn political out that, experience. 
at the, at the the last convention, Marco Rubio was the very first speaker after Clint Eastwood yelled at an empty chair for ten minutes. And it was like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it was just funny. And then what he forgets is next week, Kid Rock, Scott Bayo, and the St. Louis couple that pointed guns at their family and Doctor Demon Sperm, they are all speaking at RNC. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I think it's stupid to have all these celebrities speaking at, at, at political conventions, too. But, like, if if both sides are doing it, let's just compare celebrities. Exactly. Jesus Christ, man. Exactly. Oh, and one final thing. I just thought that was funny. Oh, and then the other thing I thought that was funny was Fox News. I see your kid, Rock. I raise you, Rob Reiner. You know? Yeah, like, come on. Exactly. Fox News tried to twist it. They wrote a story saying, like, uh, oh, Marco Rubio blasts the Dems. They, completely ignoring that he got his ass handed to him. They, they Fox News put out this thing like, ooh, look at what Marco Rubio tweeted, taking it to the Dems, completely ignoring that then he got shredded, eviscerated by everything that was said. But I, it's just because each side has to support their own, which I thought was funny. All right, final story. We haven't talked about this at all. Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon, uh, the latest uh, to be arrested from... Uh, uh, um, whatchamacallit, from uh, Trump's cabinet. And it, yeah. it's so funny to me because everyone saw it coming. You and I talked about it a year ago, whenever it happened, when when that guy in Florida said, hey, we're going to do a GoFundMe to build the wall. And like, okay, where's the money really going to go? Well, it turns out he and Bannon got together and, and stole the money. They, they bought a yacht. They, they, they created a couple charities and then shifted the money back and forth, draining some off each time. And I think it's just hilarious because people dumb enough to send money to build a wall got ripped off. And I find that amusing. I just, I think it's hilarious and deserve it. it to me, it's no different from a Nigerian prince bank scam. No different at all. Yeah, except this time it wasn't even a guy saying he was a Nigerian prince. It wasn't even a politician going, hey, uh, I, I'm a politician, you know, a, a, a huckster, so to speak, saying that, that he's a, a politician. It was a guy going, hey, listen, I am a reality TV show host. I would like to be president. Give me your money. If you, like, no, yeah, who knows that. what Trump that fucking guy's been spending It was the on. guy in Florida. It was, it was the vet who said... Oh, the, wait. I thought, I thought this was, uh, I thought this was uh, Trump's campaign. Bannon. No? no, Bannon after he left. It was There was the guy that... Uh, oh, I thought this was for Trump's... I thought this was for shit he did with Trump like early on. No, 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 I, no, I no, no, no. This is one. for okay. the guy that created the GoFundMe to build a wall, and it got $20 million. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I read this one kind of quick. Okay, yeah. I, 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 I vaguely remember that. I, yeah. yeah. And so... He said that every penny, since since the government's not going to get off their ass and build the wall, we're going to do a GoFundMe. And then Bannon stepped in because I guess the guy was having trouble figuring out how to get. And he said, oh, I, I'm Steve Bannon. I know how to create uh, charities or get things done. And they created a couple sort of shadow charities that passed money back and forth with them skimming off the top each time and having overhead like, you know, expensive dinners and planes and hotel rooms and and yachts now they bought a yacht so the guy and they're on tape now there are emails and tape uh of discussing how to move the money around i think it's just hilarious that people donated to a gofundme to be racist and they got ripped off yeah what are you gonna do and i mean there's only one way to get that that wall built and i, I think it is going to end up happening and probably going to start around december and mexico will pay for it i believe the mexican government will start building a wall 
on the border to Mexico when every single city here is burning because neither side, whatever side fucking loses that, that stupid mail-in ballot thing is not going to accept the results. It's going to turn into a Mad Max world, and Mexico is going to be like, we cannot have the Mad Max country formerly known as the United States of America's fucking cannibal wars uh, uh, spill over our borders. We must build a wall. I think Trump is going to, in a weird way, make his campaign promise by the mail-in ballot thing happening. It will either be that or uh, the pandemic is surging now when it's nice outside and people can be outside and not spread. But once October, November, December hits and everyone's back inside and bored and uh, COVID doubles down, because we're still in the first wave. When that second wave hits, then oh, yeah. maybe Mexico will build the wall and say, all right, stay the fuck out. You guys have really botched this. That's right, too, because, like, my, my neighborhood especially has been bad about this in, uh, in Astoria, Queens. Uh, they're so bad about it. Like, no one's wearing masks. I've actually been seeing people in Woodside, Queens, start to build a wall uh, just, just across the, the, the neighborhood of Astoria and Woodside. So that probably will happen in Mexico. All right. Final story. I said that was the last one. I just I want to say this in two seconds and then be done. Uh, I thought this was hilarious. I can't remember if I sent it to you or not. I think I did. I just clicked. I'm like, oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about this. Um, Michelle Obama pre-taped her speech at the DNC, which I did not watch. And Trump got <laughs> again mocked because he said he made fun of her. He said, oh, she pre-taped her thing. She got the numbers wrong. Yeah, she did. She said 150,000 people died of the coronavirus. Trump comes out and said she should not have pre-taped because because when when it aired, 170,000 people had been dead by that point. So she was off. But Trump was complaining that she pre-taped, even though it made him look better. By saying that she should have gotten the numbers right, it makes him look worse. That's how oh, fucking yeah. dumb this guy is. He is it's so dumb dude. that he says, she should have mentioned that over 20,000 more people died because of me. That's just insane. I can't believe he's that stupid. I can, but holy shit, that was funny. She thought that I was steering this country and crashed it. I completely totaled it. She needs to get it right. Exactly. Yeah. She thought it was uh, a fender bender, but the insurance company said, nope, you're, you completely totaled it. All right, kids, thanks for listening. Visit jakevevera.com, visit nathantimmel.com, write nice things about us, and share this podcast. We uh, appreciate it. Later. <laughs>